This week on Space Janitors. <laughs> Every time you sorry, sorry, the neuron had to take a right angle there. <laughs> <laughs> it should go all the way to the top. That's that why they're called down. <laughs> then it's just it's between two consenting adults who just happen to be carbon copies of each other from different timelines. I'm large, I'm enraged, and I'm hasted. I'm fully juiced up. Chronomatic criminals. Your damage to the timeline has been too severe. That's how the world works here. Welcome to Kitty Power Prime. Shoot him! Is it handled? Should I shoot him? Shoot him! Help us! Help us! I got a candy dog. Oh, I promised I wouldn't do that to myself. JB just always looks kind of constipated when he's concentrating on a spell. He's always got like his eyes. It's the only time his butthole clenches. (laughs) (laughs) You guys had teleported onto the planet. There was. You guys met one of the Kitty Rangers. You guys met. Um, Isiri, 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 Isiri. Um, Isiri. Then there was an earthquake. Towers started popping up out of the ground. You guys started running to the nearest tower. Along the way, Anya and Takara caught up with you guys. Um, you guys made it. Maybe it wasn't Isiri. Was it? Which one was it? I think it was just Isiri. Because Isiri is the teleporter. No, no, you guys met, when you guys first popped up, you guys met up with Indo, the redhead leader. The leader of Yes. Group. Yeah, which was Indo. And then f- running through, you guys met up with Anya, and then when you were at the tower trying to figure out your way in, that's when Asiri popped in, and she was able to, like, draw a teleportation circle more or less through the tower door. Nice. Okay, so you guys, we started, or we ended with you guys, like, walking into the tower. Um, the door, the, the hole itself was about eight feet tall, eight feet across, symmetrical door. Uh, and when you walk in, the first thing you see walking in is kind of an entrance hall. You can see that there is a like large circular kind of almost a kiosk inside about probably 10 to 15 feet across. There's kind of a walkway on either side to the back. Um, you can see beyond that there are a bunch of, there's... There's a uh, there's a pillar that rises up through the middle of of the large room beyond that, and then there's a bunch of like small, almost like pods, like concentrically put around this large room. That's probably it's probably a hundred to hundred and twenty feet across, all the way around with like a couple a cir- of doors. Circular room, big circular room. You can kind of hear, like, when you walk in, you can hear, like, a whirring sound, like, almost coming from the whole, from the walls or from somewhere within the building. Huh. Like there's, machinery? Like s- machinery kind of sound, yeah. You said there's, like, pods around? Yeah, they're, they're, like, little, they're probably six feet tall by, like, a few feet across. 
little pods. You haven't gone up to them to really inspect them, so that's really the most you can tell right now. And before you, in front of all that, is a large, kind of actually, it looks like one of the pods, but just like five times bigger. Okay. Oh. It's kind of an archway hallway that leads back to where the pods are, but in front of that, there's almost like a, I say kiosk, but it's more like one of the pods, but just a bigger one, kind of not blocking the hallway, but definitely like a main piece in the hallway. Mm. Okay. Inspect the kiosk. Try and get a closer look at it. Okay, as you walk up to it, a panel opens up, and there's a computer screen on the back, and like a panel, there's a keyboard kind of thing there. Um, Number one, because you still have number one, number four, and number five with you. Oh, yeah. Can somebody use this? Because, like, I don't have, you know, I can't see the screen, but I I can feel it. There's a screen over here. (laughs) I think some keys. I'll start pawing at it. No, not you. <laughs> he starts hitting. You, all right, he starts hitting a bunch of buttons. Um, JB, JB, JB starts hitting a bunch of buttons on it after you ask somebody to do something about it, and uh, you guys can see. I beep, guess. Well, beep, boop, beep, I also boop. guess Waylon's not quite there because you weren't with us. With the were you there with the last? Yeah, yeah, he was. Were you? Okay, okay. Jim wasn't there. What? Jim no, was. I, oh, I teleported right at, in. Oh yes, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm one adventure behind. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he was there last time. I don't know. Were I you don't, there I when we ran to the tower? Have you ever played with Jim? Because that no, would have been the first game. Have. So you weren't there at the last <laughs> game. Like the very first game, we saw each other, and we've never seen each other since. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys the same person, maybe? All right, Jim. So you guys have have all been teleported onto the planet for... It's been about five or six hours, I believe, is the time frame. Um, About five hours ago, Jim, you popped in to... You, like, teleported... Or not Jim. Jim, Waylon, right? (laughs) Waylon teleported into this room... Um, the room that I just described, only there's no hole in the door. There's just a door there. He's in there with us. Yeah. Well, he. When you guys come in, he. Well, what would you have been doing for five or six hours in this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would have been trying to take shit apart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you uh, in the, well, I assume within like the first hour that you would come there, you would have gone up to the the main oh, yeah. pod, and it would have opened up, and the screen is blank. Uh, do you want to give? Would you like to roll like a technology or in just an intelligence check? He's going to teleport in with six catalytic converters. <laughs> uh, raw is 14. 14? Okay, you're able to get into the computer system a little bit. There's not a whole lot of information. It's really just a bunch of maintenance stuff about like the maintenance upkeep of the machinery and the maintenance upkeep of uh, what it... It refers to as the pod, but you don't. There's not really any explanation for what the pod is. But I definitely know it's a pod. It does. You definitely know that there's something about this tower that has to do with maintaining the pod. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can get th- get that door open. Okay, you can give. Could I at least turn on the control panel on the inside so they can access the one outside? You could do that. But we're while totally you're doing that, while you're doing that, a <laughs> circle in the door appears as a hole to the outside, and you see this group. The group of adventurers, Phil, Kimiko, JB, along with Indo, Anya, and Asiri. 
Oh. So you guys walk in, and he is to the side of the door at a panel on the inside of the door. Just kind of tapping at it, trying to... Oh, hey, guys. Just trying to open the door. Oh, paper picker-upper guy? What are you doing here? I was trying to open the door. I just got here, man. I was sleeping. I woke up. I'm here. That's, oh yeah, he's been doing. You've been doing that mysterious teleporting thing. Yeah. Usually, uh, I thought this was like a Wizard of Oz thing. No, I'm, I'm super used to it, so it's normal for me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know this guy? Oh uh, yeah, like almost every time you disappear, he seems to just mm-hmm. like take your place. Oh, this is really weird. I was starting to wonder if like you guys were the same person or something. What? But obviously, you're not. I mean, theory dis- disproven. Right? Yeah. I'll, I'll have to let the message boards know. <laughs> JB kind of gets into it, into the computer system there on the main pillar, and he can't really tell any more than Wayland could, which is kind of disappointed on Wayland's end. Um, I mean, if I can roll an investigation, I can try it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 23. 23. Okay. Seeing JB do the same as you did, it, it kind of fills you with this sense of like, holy shit, I need to get this done. You know, you're like, you're like, did the cat just do as, did the, did the mangy cat just do as well as I did? Like, oh, hold on. No, there's got to be something I didn't think of here. <laughs> right. And the whole time there's these three little autonomes with them too, that are just kind of like standing back watching. They have strange looks on their faces. It's like if somebody walked into like a mausoleum that was like turning on, <laughs> you know, this is like ancient stuff. Like, like this was ancient when they were you know around right and so you start going through the computer trying to figure out like what's going on and what's happening and you start to find things about like uh pod being uh like a defensive mechanism against intergalactic threats more or less you you start seeing like the pod that you're like got the computer on right now is a pod that contains some sort of some sort of like mechanical dreadnought right um You'll also see you also see things about like the storage of this facility is more geared toward the pod itself is like a military unit. The pod itself is a military it, unit. It's yeah. the long long term storage oh. capsule for a for a military dreadnought. Basically. Oh, what's in the little yeah. pods then? Are they like little little dreadnoughts or something? That's adorable. Yeah, that sounds adorable and deadly. I like it. I mean, these are the good guys, right? So we don't we don't really have anything to fear from, right? Number numbers. Number guys? No. Well, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what was? Um, I mean, this is your turf, right? Like, yeah. What, this what? was this was a defense system built by my government years ago. No, hold on. We were yes. talking to number four. I, I, I. Why, why, why would you? Why? Oh no, no, no. Why? why Back to the you, other guy. No, no number four. Speak to me, number four. Check. I, I, I. They said my, 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 my. All right. Here's the deal, guys. And this one's number five. He's like, this was a facility meant to hold on to our military in case Indelagon ever um, ever ever came back because of the, well really for this exact situation to try to fight off the swarm um, that's really about as much as I know about it I didn't think it would ever be activated Super all of those pods down there are other gnomes like us that are, are for our military they they should never have been woken up why do all the auto gnomes come from Kitty Prime this wasn't Kitty Prime 26 million years ago I don't know 26 stuff. million years ago, this was... Uh, this was. It's actually in there. Someone just, took the time to put this all together. I've been a, I've been a smoking hot cat woman my whole life. I don't need to know stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never needed to know anything. Wait, are you like a half cat thing? Or I thought you were a Japanese girl in a cat suit, like a sailor. Oh, no, we're, we're real kitty girls. Oh, so you're straight kitties. Yeah. 
Like you were legitimate kitties. Yeah, like K-pop in this universe doesn't stand for Korean pop. I don't even know what that is. It's kitty pop. So, we're we're full on real cat women. I I don't even know how we breed. There's no kitty men. It's weird. Wow, I I had no idea. I thought yeah, I thought it was the humans. So you're more like me, huh? So you're a kitty lady too. Oh. Oh well, yeah. There's a male. Yeah. Right there. Oh. I could populate the whole planet if you need me to. See, maybe you guys were like exiled. You know, <laughs> like you were exiled. The population of kitty of kitty power prime is only like a thousand people, so it's not <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to think on on the kitty planet, they had a period where they had sperm banks, they opened up the sperm banks. All the males just filled up the sperm banks mm-hmm. for like millions of years. So yeah. they were able to just get rid of them all. It like destroyed the economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see why they want to cut the middlemen out. <laughs> this thing's covered with barbs and thorns. All right, guys. This was uh, back 26 million years ago when I was here. This was Alkanost. And to be honest, I didn't see any of these green dirt. I didn't see any of these plants. I don't. It was it was a mechanoid planet. I don't know where all the the organ. It must have got some sort of fungal growth kind of thing. Oh. And all these trees grew out of it. Is there like an incineration protocol? Uh, yeah. That's. What? I, I think that's no, what's going no. on. The, so all of the these all of these towers, I believe, are the um, are all are all the uh, pod probes. So they're going to come out. These guys are going to come out and they're going to uh, clean the planet. And then we'll go fight the, uh, the f- so, so they're going to they're going to murder everybody on this planet. Well, I oh, mean, so we're clear. I, I think it's kitties. important to note that that the, the not everybody of our um, of our lineage is um, like us. We were given um, a certain, how you say, uh, free will so that we could maintain the prison accurately, which we obviously did very well, if it weren't for outside forces. Um, Those fucking outside forces. Then then a lot of... A lot of, um, and then as he's saying this, you can start, there's kind of like a vibration in the ground that starts getting heavier, and you can start seeing, like, little, like, kind of steam, like, spewing out of the top of all of the, uh, of all of the pods, right? Like, one at a time, you start hearing, like, it's, are these guys going to be dicks to us? They probably are, aren't they? They, they might, they might be. Can can you even stop this? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, um, number five is going to come up to that. Come to that. He's the more. Um, I'll give him guidance and aid his action. All right. So he goes up to the. Uh, he goes up to not the terminal you went to. He goes to the wall, hmm. over to the side. Because um, you guys went straight up to the to the kiosk kind of thing. He goes to the wall, opens up a panel, and starts messing with things. And you can hear kind of the steam, like the sound of air and steam, kind of slows down, but it doesn't stop. Well, well, guys, I think I bought us. I think I bought us. It might be like. 45 minutes to an hour we might we might have an extra 45 minutes to an hour before these things start coming out i think i think we need to get to the top in order to stop all of it we need to get to the top where the control module is so that we can communicate with all not only with the the operators of this one but the operator of of all of the different pods Uh, hey that sounds like a plan yeah i like it all right um, I I only loosely know the layout of this place, so so I'm. Know it at all, so lead on. All right, all right. So he just like <laughs> takes off through the pods, like towards a door uh, at the back of the corridor. Okay, oh. these pods also they're like 
they're like it's like you know five i mean in D D terms there's like a five foot square then a five foot pod and then you know they're set up in a grid like that all the way across except for there's a pillar in the middle of the room that goes up through the ceiling but you can't really there's nothing um what's the word distinguishing about it okay he runs to the back through through all of the different pods of the pod. He runs back through. He goes through. There's kind of a large-ish door, probably 10 feet tall, 10 feet across. Goes into the back. Oh, the doors open up. Beyond that are a... Uh, he open, The door opens into a hallway that's about... It's not very far. It's like 10, 15 feet long. And then there's a, like, a bank of elevators at the back. He runs to one of those, starts pressing the button like frantically number one and number four have followed him this whole way it's kind of up to you guys what you guys have done do all of these elevators go to the same place uh they they should the middle one should go all the way to the top they should go all the way to the top that's why they're called bongs (laughs) (laughs) that was a really that was a bong sound yeah (laughs) yeah it literally yeah went bong yeah Like, what was that, a timer or something? <laughs> yeah. It was actually pleasant. I, I kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I kind of wish I... Well, yeah, this was we should, we should cut it and just, like, loop it. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like a staircase that we can just like go straight up? You don't see one, but the door, surprisingly, the door does open when he presses the button. Uh, it's not a huge elevator, but it is an elevator. It looks about 15 feet across, 15 feet deep, and he like runs in and starts like messing with the panel. But before you guys can even get in there, you guys keep hearing this like, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. like he's putting in shit and it's like, ah, you know. Oh. That doesn't sound right. So this guy's all like computers and stuff, right? Yeah, thank freaking God he's here. Oh, man. Uh, I'm out of my element. He messes with it for a while, oh, and he can't get the read. elevator to work. I can't read. Okay. I just straight read. I can't I, It won't go to the top. It won't go to the top. I don't have I don't have the clearance for, for that. There's, um, there's, there's, I might be able to. Uh, uh, number five. Number five. Calm down. Relax. Okay. There's a lot of stress going on here. You need, you just need to relax and take care of the business. And number four is kind of like standing at the back of the elevator. Like, we're, 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 we're all going to, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Oh, don't go all Bill Paxton on us, you motherfucker. <laughs> What's going on? Can you help me and I'll try? You were just aiding him to try. He failed. Like he rolled, he rolled less than five on both rolls. I gave him advantage and still rolled nothing. Would it be investigate or just in, or intel? I think we decided you have proficiency on technology, so that would be your proficiency plus your intelligence. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay, you're not able to get it up to the front. You, the doors start closing. Did everybody get in? Oh, I'm yeah. definitely yeah. getting in. Definitely, yeah. Okay. Um, the three kitty scouts didn't follow you guys across the main room. Hmm. Do you guys want to address that before you go up? Oh, I totally forgot they were there. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about They that. kind of, uh, when you guys got inside, you guys kind of started doing your own thing, and they kind of wandered off to a side kind of on their own. Where the hell are they going? Yeah, I don't trust them. We're, we're trying to stop the world from getting... Yeah, we don't have that much time, but I don't know. They're... Does somebody want to give... You guys want to give me retroactive uh, perceptions? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Okay. First roll of the night, natural 20, 24... <laughs> I got a 20. 
Yeah. I got a 27. <laughs> okay. So you guys, while you guys were messing around with the computer screens, you know, Waylon and with the number one, number four, and number five, were kind of messing with the screens and talking to you guys. Okay. You guys notice they just like wander off. They kind of leave you guys to your thing and you see them go through a side door. The robots took you straight across more or less to the, where the elevators are. The kitty scouts went nine o'clock. Uh, you know the circle room and they went through a door of their own without saying anything to you guys after that and just disappeared into the building did they like open a portal to go through the door nope okay mm. they floated over there too remember they float like three feet off the ground yeah. or whatever so. well, elevator you guys are able to get it to go up to the 20th floor you don't know how far it is up to what would be like the control center or whatever i'm going to uh while we're going up i'm going to use a sending spell okay to uh communicate with uh isari is she with him isari is with him yes Uh, i'm going to uh send her a message about where i'm going okay and just the general gist of whatever and, and to look out for danger okay you just get a very simple curt confirmed hmm Seems a little out of character. Okay. okay. You guys make it up to, like I said, the 20th floor. While we're in the elevator, I'm just like, you know, times like this when I'm like in an elevator, I always like can't help but think that I could just engulf everybody in this fucking elevator right now. You know? But I'm not going to do it. You hear the voice in the side of your head. Yeah, you totally could. <laughs> Probably tastes really good. You remember how clean the cat came out that one time? Whoa. <laughs> It's a little devil in your shoulder. <laughs> I was a little worried I was schizophrenic for a second. It's just a little red ooze. Just... <laughs> yeah. Okay, the door opens. Um, the floor that you're on, it opens up. And you can see in here, it kind of looks like some sort of like knowledge repository. You know, almost like a... I guess you guys would know it. You guys would know it as like data banks, more or less. I'm thinking like a library kind of... Kind of a combination between like data banks and a library. So... Looks like a server. Yeah, kind of servers. You know, there's (laughs) various hookups. There's some that you can take down, like, off of shelves that it would almost be, like, from an outside perspective, maybe, like, an external hard drive you could take down and read the book kind of thing. Obviously, your characters don't really know anything about this. You can see in there, there's, here and there, there's a couple of different, like, robots up moving around. There's a a couple of robots. They, They almost look like a pyramid with, like, a ball on the top, and then they've got, like, two bipedal legs and a couple of arms, and they're kind of wandering around, like, pulling pulling one cord out of one spot and putting it in another or they'll take one of like a some sort of repository looking data and they'll like put it in put it in like a little slot will open on the pyramid and they'll put it in there and then take another one out and put it back in the spot pretty easy to uh clarify that these are like some sort of maintenance bots there's also so there's a few of the pyramid looking ones and then there's a few that are a little taller that have they're very like what's like skeletal almost you know they're 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 about five to six feet tall. They look kind of ramshackle, to be honest. And they've just got, on the top, they've just got the one eye that kind of wanders around. And they're also kind of doing the same thing. They're kind of moving wires around and, you know, trying to put things back where they need to go from the looks of it. Kind of a, it's kind of a bigger room. Everything goes from floor to ceiling. It's about 40 feet tall to the ceiling. Like, we haven't made ourselves known yet. I don't well, know. Oh, these are maintenance bots, right? You know, there's, I mean, they're basically the janitors of the robot world. You know what I mean? They're probably just minding their own business. Plus, well, like, we're janitors, they're janitors. So we should have some common ground. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I just, I bet they wouldn't even fucking notice us as long as we're not fucking their work up. You know what I mean? Number five kind of pops in. And he goes, they're, they're, or, sorry, that was number four. There should be a possible there should be if everything's correct on this on what i've seen there should be some stairs on the other side of the room to make it 
like a maintenance stairwell to get up to the uh, to get up to the main mainframe. Perfect. Perfect. Let's, uh, okay. Yeah. I, maybe we should just try and be sneaky, huh? Let's just walk. Just in case. Yeah. Just to be sneaky. You know. Okay. I'm not the sneakiest. <clears throat> it's about about 150 feet across to the other side of the room through through these servers that are they're kind of haphazardously set around. There doesn't seem to be a pattern that you guys can see. It's not very sneaky. I got a uh, 22 on my stealth. I'm just gonna walk through and be like, I, I, got, a seven. I got a fucking eight. <sighs> just walking through. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got a 24. Yeah, seven. Seven. So we got two over 20 and two under 10. We're just walking next to each other, just chatting. <laughs> I just turn invisible and glide. Yeah. Okay, so you guys you guys are heading back. You get about, or heading towards the back. You get about halfway back. Suddenly there starts to, you can kind of start hearing like this kind of buzzing in the air itself. You guys start hearing like this like buzz and this crackle. And then like the air in front of you starts to kind of, kind of haze and warp and there's this kind of weird kind of folding it's hard to say there's a there's a crunching sound it almost sounds like and then there's a loud pop now in front of you there is a four foot or five hold on i gotta remember how tall they are come and knock on our door come and knock on our door we're gonna be four feet tall we're gonna be four feet tall (laughs) (laughs) that was perfect There is, I'm oh, sorry, a seven foot tall, it looks like a clock in front of you that's got four, four <laughs> like mechanical crab claw like legs and then two, two arms off the side of it. And the front of it is the face of a clock. It pops up right there. It's got an arm on each side, spikes kind of all over. You can see the gears behind the clock face all working. And you can see it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like smoking, you know, from who knows really what. It stands right in front of you and it, it, you doesn't really have eyes, so you can't really see it looking at you, but it just yells in a very loud mechanical voice, Stop chronomatic criminals! What? Chronomatic? Your damage to the timeline has been too severe! <laughs> <laughs> Time cops. <laughs> Roll initiative. Wow, uh, I rolled a natural one. Oh, I got a, I did, I got a natty 20. I rolled a 19. Well, I got a 23 initiative. 23. What did Waylon get? 22. Oh, 22. Trying to overcompensate over there. I'd like to think that I got such a low initiative because I'm literally just trying to figure out what the fuck that meant. <laughs> my, my damage to the time. I'm two and a half years old. I'm I'm having trouble wrapping my head around what the fuck this just happened. <laughs> what what does that mean? So should we try to, to should we try to describe time travel? And how to stop. You guys have not had any sort of time travel, and why this would happen to you guys, like, really makes no sense. You've teleported around a little bit, so there is that part of your mind that's like, maybe I have something in it, like, but doesn't seem like there was any time travel involved. Okay, uh, Kimiko, it is your turn first. You can see this thing kind of charging up as it's yelling that you've done too much damage to the timeline. It is a uh, chronomatic enforcer. Okay, I'm gonna take my crystal heart scepter. And I'm going to just draw a, a pink heart traced out in the air, and I'm going to just... 
uh, <laughs> uh, uh, launch this heart at him that's gonna bind around him as I cast a uh, hold monster. Okay. And he rolled like a twenty some odd. And then I'm gonna use my bonus action. Pull. So everybody can use you can use your reaction to move uh, up to your movement speed, and I'll give you guys all temporary hit points. So you can use your reaction right now to move up to your move speed. And uh, everyone gains eight temporary hit points. I'm going to use my react to try and block out our little robot friends. What did you roll on your stealth? Oh, me? Yeah. Me too. I'm going to say it's pretty easy to tell that this thing is focused mostly on um, Kimiko and Waylon. Mm. It might not have seen you guys when it popped in. Okay. And then it is Waylon's turn after Kimiko. Eldridge Bolt. Eldridge Bolt. Okay. This one's a 16. 16 hit. The other one's an 11. 11 miss. 8. 8 force damage. You can see it hits it, but it doesn't react to it. Like, you can see your bolt hits it, but there's no, like, mark from it, and it doesn't react to it at the time. There's kind of a weird ripple that goes around it. Strangely enough, six seconds later, after you see it hit it, it kind of jolts a little, and there's a burn mark there. All right, so it takes two steps forward to you, and then you can see from inside the gears behind its clockworks, it starts to kind of emit, kind of emit like this, this like bluish gas. And you need to make a uh, Constitution save. Who does? You can only see Kimiko. Oh, oh so he twenty. Okay. You breathe it in. It kind of tingles a little. And, uh, but that's really it. You're able to kind of fight, like, you can almost feel like this, like, slowing down, but you're able to kind of, the kitty power around you on this planet helps you kind of push past the effects of this. Plus, you know, Jim, he did a lot of drugs back in the day, so he's probably resistant to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But after doing so, it still just raises its arms and slams you down. What's your AC? 18. 18. Okay, so it hits with two of its slams. Two of its three. It comes down and just like, after you don't stop, it just starts slam, slam, slam with its arm. They're giving you 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Jeez. And then it is JB's turn. Who JB might notice that it doesn't seem to be like going after you. So maybe it's, uh, maybe it hasn't noticed you yet because you rolled really high on your stealth. I'm going to spend two sorcery points. I'm going to point at my two bros that are my meat shield boys. <laughs> um, you can only see Kimiko right now. Where's Phil? <laughs> on the other side of that server from you. Well, also hidden. Can I get on top of the server? It goes slow. It goes. You can climb the side of it, but it goes all forty feet all the way up to the ceiling. Are you still being stealthy? No, I'm not being stealthy. I just okay. did a fucking kitty run. Okay. And ran across. Um, should I roll like a perception to see if I see anyone? Do I see the gnomes? Uh, you could roll a perception. Yeah. You can see the gnomes are kind of back there behind this server here. Kind of just terrified, trying to hide as best they can. I got a 24 to perceive. 24. That's actually enough that you see Phil, like, squished up against the one server next to the, next to like the gnomes. I'm going, like, transparent. You know what I mean? Super transparent. It almost you looks like... like a predator thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm going to point at you guys and zap you with some fucking haste energy. Give you some monster energy drinks. Yeah, I'm going to check a monster energy drink at each you. Just drink up, boys! And you guys have been hasted. <laughs> he doesn't even have a backpack or anything. Where does he keep those monster energy drinks? It's magic. Oh. <laughs> Probably magic. Oh. Yeah, All right, Phil, it's him. your turn. I was just going to like, I was a little confused. Extra. I was just going to wait, you know, see what was going to happen. <laughs> he's taking this a little too far. This guy, he mind. shows up out of nowhere and he whacks. He whacks my buddy. Ain't happening. So I'm going to use my bonus action to rage. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I am going to just recklessly attack. So I'll move in. I hear. 
he's going to get punched four times. I'm going to use my action surge, and I'll throw two more in. Okay. Okay, so that's four attacks hit. Okay, I'm going to make a little, little more complicated on you, because he uses his reaction to slow down time around one of the attacks and reduce it to, to where it, it rolls ones for the damage. As you hit that one time, you could almost see, like, different versions of the attack <laughs> through it, and then the one that would, like, hit the armoriest spot hits it. 46 damage. All right, uh, yep, that's all I got. Kimiko, it is your turn. So I'm going to pour, uh, hold, hold my Crystal Heart Scepter up. <laughs> and this is... It's gonna just absorb a bunch of hearts and just glow glow bright pink. I'm gonna burn a fourth level spell Damn. to smite this motherfucker. You don't have to call the smite until you hit or don't hit. Yeah, I guess I'm just yeah, I'm just doing a visual. Uh-uh. And I fumbled. That sucks. Yeah, I fumbled. Oh yeah, you are hasted. Oh, I am hasted. Yeah. I'll do another attack then. So you can see that first attack, it was you hit, your arm kind of slows down as it like goes through a weird puddle of time. Yeah, that's a 12. 12 doesn't hit him, no. Yeah. Okay, so you can kind of see that for whatever reason, as you're, like, swinging your Crystal Heart Scepter, it's, like, slowing. Your arm is, like, slowing way down kind of on its own. You don't know exactly why, but it, you're just not moving as quickly as you should be. Waylon? Make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, a natural one. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have him vortex warp over that area, and I'm just going to teleport him basically up to the top of the ceiling. Okay. Also, when you do that, there's a weird kind of time surge as you're doing that. And four chickens kind of pop up from around him, kind of through some sort of weird portal dynamics that... Chickens. Chickens. Just chickens. Four chickens. (laughs) Now they're all kind of flopping around out here trying they don't it's confused as fuck in the middle of a battle and then he takes what 46 damage for falling 40 feet okay okay at the beginning of its turn it hits the ground you guys kind of it's really weird to look at it because it hits the ground and then you swear you see it hit the ground again and then again and then like at least like four or five times you see it kind of hit the ground in like this weird kind of uh kind of out of time kind of way yeah at the beginning of its turn you also notice that when it hits the ground where you hit it the armor in the areas that you hit it like dent finally at you know, oh. they all kind of the damage that you did finally takes effect and you kind of see where the smoke is and where the dents from where you're hitting it take appear oh there's like a delay on the damage we do on it okay and then it's going to use half of its movement to stand up which looks really difficult for it to do to stand up like the four legs and the arms all kind of work in conjecture and he uh he immediately kind of you guys feel like this weird like pulse through the air and then kimiko Phil and JB all need to make constitution saving throws. JB? 21. Five. Five? Okay. So Kimiko feels this surge push through him, and immediately, again, the the kitty power in this place is just powerful, and you're able to push through it. Phil and JB, on the other hand, just freeze in time until the end of their next turns. And then this thing uh, raises its hands and slams down on Kimiko. My AC is actually 20. I didn't take a count. Holy Plus fuck. two from haste. It's time. It missed all three slams. <clears throat> nice. That is... I'm, that's fucking... It's stuck until the end of its turn now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now, it, now it's JB's turn. Frozen in time. At the end of your turn, you're unfrozen. And then it is Phil's turn. Phil's frozen in time until the end of his turn. 
And then it is Kimiko's turn again. So that would be um, a 12 and a 13. <clears throat> it's a kitty spirit. Both miss. Yeah. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to smash this motherfucker with my shield. You know, maybe you should try not using like a little crystal scepter. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is my crystal heart scepter. It's magic and shit, okay? Trust me. Uh, <laughs> it's magic and shit. It's just, it doesn't seem to be working all that great. I am gonna uh, give every, use another bardic inspiration to give everybody eight temporary hit points, and you can move use your reaction to move up to your move speed if you'd like. Oh. And, that, and that's yeah. the end of my turn. Yeah, it's the end of your turn that you pop out of your time stop. So you could move again for that movement thing if you want to. Uh, you know, yes, I'll slip around. So then it's Waylon's turn. Uh, Eldritch Bolt, I guess. Eldritch Bolt. Uh, a ten and a nineteen. Nineteen hits. Uh, 10 damage. 10 damage. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, at the beginning of its turn, you guys start to see this kind of like, you guys start to hear that st- strange humming again. There's kind of a bzz, 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 kind of coming from around. And you guys can start to kind of see the same rippling effect in the air back here behind Kimiko next to that server. You guys start to see that. It looks like kind of how the other thing popped through but nothing pops through yet then the enforcer is going to start emitting a blue smoke again and jb kimiko and phil need to roll constitution saves again oh no 16 4 16 passes 16 okay so this time you guys pop out of a weird not a lot happened on that round, so really, you guys may, might not have even noticed that you were frozen <laughs> in time. Um, but this blue smoke kind of starts emitting from it. You don't breathe, so it didn't really affect you. JB's kind of far away where it's dissipated. Kimiko's been pushing his luck pretty hard. He takes a full breath at that exact moment, and he's slowed <laughs> for uh, until the end of your next turn. Yeah, you're this yeah. big, out of shape, sweating guy. Just. <gasps> I feel like he kind of took my he took my kitty powers away for a second. It's the only thing keeping me healthy, you know. <laughs> yeah. no. um, then he's gonna just slam down on Kimiko again. Oh, he's just going just full on after Kimiko. I know. Um, cool if he attacked other people. <laughs> you were the first. You were the one that hit. You hit him first. Or wait, I'm starting to think he's you're the one the, right in front of you. I'm starting to think you're the one that's after, and all of us are like. I actually haven't hit this thing. Even once. Yeah. I tried to cast it a spell. It can't seem to fucking hit you either. You just, oh, you guys, you're just going toe to toe with this yeah. thing. <laughs> fucking blocking. Yeah. You're just blocking each other's hits. Each one of those, those three, pretty su- three attacks, each one, the dice was under five. <laughs> you're just <laughs> knocking them aside with the crystal heart step. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. JB. That's fucking awesome, actually. Yeah. JB, it's your turn. Uh, can, can we just gain a mutual respect for each other? It's <laughs> time. looking up I want to cast a fourth level Scorching Ray. Okay. <laughs> you guys should make your own like D&D audiobook where you guys just do that. That's how you describe it. It's like just reading the rules for haste and shit. Yeah. We oh. just we're easy listening bards. for coming out to the tavern tonight. If we can just keep it quiet. I got five spell attacks coming. Plus nine on each. Five. One. Oh, cause level four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got a natural twenty. Ooh. 
Like, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't get old. I don't know how. One of them's a critical, too. Four hits and crit. The one of them's a critical. You can see it goes in and, like, <clears throat> hits, like, a little nook and gets inside the machine, and it seems to kind of stumble from it. Although, strangely enough, it doesn't actually smoke or anything yet, but you can see that it stumbles from the hit. And you can tell that for a few rounds, it might have, like, disadvantage on saving throw. Um, 24 damage on the critical. Okay. 34 damage. <laughs> Total of 58 damage. Yeah. That's how you do it, young man. Okay, and then it's Phil's... Okay, I'm going to use my bonus action to grow to large size. All right, so I'm going to do four attacks because I'm okay. still hasted. I'm large, I'm enraged, and I'm hasted. I'm fully juiced up. Picture <laughs> Phil has like a very calm rage, though. You know what I mean? So we got 35 bludgeoning damage. That'll pick up. Okay. And nine acid damage. And then prepare to be engulfed. Engulf this roll. bitch. Uh, athletics or acrobatics? Voices mine. I got a uh, 27. Damn, it's like a 24. I was like, yeah. Nope, it gets engulfed then. You just gotta go. All right, so I forgot to do some more damage. So now that he's engulfed, I'll add it on because I got a giant size damage die. Okay. I get it a, a crushing die, right? And then I get another acid. Nine bludgeoning damage, four acid damage. And then at the end, before I end my turn, I will spit him out. Just back away. I'll just back up. Unengulf him. He doesn't look very happy about any of this. At the end of the round, this little fold area here that you that you saw, it kind of starts to it, it pops a couple of times and out of it so there's like these two kind of red orbs that kind of float kind of where they are and as they kind of float there they start to kind of zap you can almost see like an arcing from the server next to it so you start pulling a couple of the maintenance robots towards them and it kind of wraps them around and starts to kind of conglomerate them together into like this weird little or this not little but it's like a weird robot that's kind of a mix between the two of them as that kind of mangled together with those kind of red light in the middle of it oh so it took like the available steel around and morphed it into a golem into its own form and again it popped out of like a time bubble and then you can see there's two of them there there's two of these weird robotic abominations yeah, i'm guessing they're not friendly they don't look friendly but they both look like ready to fight now as well so okay now it's kimiko's turn you right. still slowed until right. the end of your turn. Ah, no. I'll make an attack. This is an 18 hit? Yep, you just had to slow down. Yeah, I'm smiting, by the way. Oh, yeah, so there's like a huge flash of kitty power as you hit him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say something fucking like really cool, you know? <laughs> and he's just standing there like... <laughs> It's like she sounds so happy, but I'm scared. <laughs> so that's uh, 29 bludgeoning damage. And okay. he's, he's large size? Yep. I'm going to knock him back five feet straight into Phil Globagulia. Okay, so do, does he take damage from getting into the goo? Because even when I dream of goo, <laughs> <laughs> I you inside my goo, baby. Uh. <laughs> Yes, it takes acid damage immediately upon it being engulfed. I have three acid damage. Okay. Is that Kimiko's turn? Yes, it is. All right, Waylon. I'm just going to move up. All right, at the end of your turn? I don't want to be in line of sight of you. Ah, fucking. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll just hold an action for when he gets spit out. I'll use my Eldritch Blast. All right. So then you can kind of feel it. You guys can all kind of see inside at the beginning of its turn. He takes a bunch of damage. <laughs> I bet this is going to feel really weird for Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel this weird temporal force. As it's inside of there, you can see it. It's suddenly like all at once it takes like there's a bunch of like acid damage where it starts to kind of bubble and then there's like a bunch of bludgeoning damage you can see dents forming in the side of it as it starts to kind of like contort in there and kind of twist in on itself. Jesus. Phil does need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm going to say normally this would do damage to everything within 10 feet of him. Oh no. But since it's inside <laughs> of you I'm, I'm probably just containing it. <laughs> you just like swell up. <laughs> oh shit! Natural nineteen. That's a twenty-two Constitution saving throw. Okay, so you, so you take half it. damage. It's a digestion. And I'm raging, so I end up taking quarter damage. <laughs> it's radiant damage. I, I'm a bear. If you total. still get that because of bear? Okay. Yeah. Thank God. I actually took bear just because those fucking uh, kobolds were shooting radiant bolts at me. And I'm like, I'm raging and it's doing nothing for me. Oh. 22 radiant damage to you as this thing explodes and Yikes. completely disintegrates from inside of you. <laughs> like, this thing explodes super bright white, white hot light and it, like, burns itself to pieces inside of you. 22... So it was 22 total, half to 11, half to 5. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did 5 damage. You had a temporal time robot blow up in front inside of you, and you only took 5 damage. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I'm Billy. I'm a fucking space channel. I'm going to be a kitty scout one day, all right? Yeah. Just a big, like, time bubble just kind of pops on top of you. You know what I mean? Like, ooh. It's like, yeah, there's a bubble, and you guys hear just like, tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> Oh man, this guy, he tastes like time. I didn't even know that was a thing. They say I have the stomach of a 75,000 year old ooze. Yeah, the bubbles just. Oh, yo, yo. We're still not done though, because there's this other tube behind it. This one here turns around and steps to here. Guy come. That was the perfect way to kill that guy. That was awesome. <laughs> that really was. The timing on it was perfect because he also doesn't take damage until the beginning of his turn. So, if like it, if he had been taking damage normally, he would have exploded right in between you guys. But you engulfed him right before his turn, so he exploded inside you instead of all over everybody. I just Sailor Moon spotted his ass straight into you, and he blew up inside of you. And everybody could have taken a lot of damage, but instead I took five. Yeah, exactly. That was awesome. The building yeah. would have taken a lot of damage itself from him exploding. We just need to start putting time stuff inside of you. Good idea. Let's, yeah, I don't know. Okay, about that. so this one, this, this weird conglomeration is going to come over, take a couple steps over here, and then he's going to like open what would look like some sort of mouth or maw and kind of the red glow intensifies in him and he's going to just breathe fire um jb needs to make a dexterity saving throw 21 21. so jb takes half damage (laughs) he'll be fine you know um it only reaches to this guy to number uh so we got number one number four number five so he hits number one and number four (laughs) 
I was picturing Phil Glover in a studio with the headphones on. Yeah. Just his top halves Man. jiggling. Yeah. It's part of like, you know, when like all the celebrities will sing the song. You know, that's part of it. Yeah. Like Jennifer Love Hewitt's like next to Phil. You we know? should do a We Are the World with all of our characters at some point. <laughs> <laughs> How much damage? Uh, JB takes 10 damage. And number one and number Chat. four, they look like burnt. <laughs> they look quite burnt. They don't look like they're uh, like they're dead by any means, but they look real burnt. Um, concentration check, JB. Oh yeah, concentration check, JB. Oh, 19. 19? You're good. You hold your haste up. Nice. I was so worried about our haste. Oh, I know. I heard you guys. I heard you on the mic. This one's going to run up to number one. You can see he runs up. He kind of jumps on towards number one, grabs a hold of him, wraps himself around, like wraps himself kind of mechanically around number one, and then they both... Did you just engulf that guy? And then disappear. Engulfing to a different time. Uh Um, At which time this one will also run... Let's see, because it did five. Was that number four? It took number one. Okay, and then it is JB's turn. Um, I'm gonna fucking horn swoggle that guy with a little bit of scotch ray, just a tradish. Uh, 26 to hit, 23 to hit, 15 to hit. Um, the 15 doesn't hit. Two damage for the first ray. Okay. And nine damage for the second. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? That's the end. All right, Phil. Shit, I guess I'll cancel the uh, large size. Okay. There's a rock as a Alright. 26. That hits him. 15. Doesn't hit him. 24. And 21. Okay, those ones hit. So three attacks hit. Okay, 44 bludgeoning damage. And six acid damage. You've just been globagooled. Okay. That's it. That's my okay. Circles back around to Kimiko's turn. All right. Oh, at the end, or sorry, uh, at the beginning, I guess at the end of the round, wherever, between rounds, you guys hear a couple more, like, of the same pops that you've heard from whenever, when everything else comes through time, but you haven't, you didn't see anything. Okay. But they're very audible pops. So yeah, I'm gonna bust him in his head two times. <laughs> so I, I fumbled on one, and then I got a 19 on a, on the second. Are you just attacking normally? You hit on the second one, but you do stumble back five feet when you attack for the fumble. Oh, okay. I still have some movement. Can I? Can I literally just move forward? Yeah, you. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, my How far is, is your movement? I'm do- it's doubled from oh yeah from, from hey yeah. yeah. So okay, I'm fucking so like, fast like, right now. You like stumbled and then just walk back forward <laughs> again like. The- and then I think I'm gonna burn off. I'm gonna burn off a second level spell. Okay. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Uh, Bludgeoning. damage. And uh, I'll use a bonus action and spend another. Use my last bardic inspiration. Top up those temporary hit points and uh, give everybody right. a chance to move if you want. Yeah, Waylon, it's your turn. Waylon, it is your turn. Is the thing that everyone is surrounding over that? Yes. Did we break you? We did? No, it's Wayland's turn. Oh, we broke Wayland. I'll, I'll dash to here. Is that it? Sure. Okay. Uh, back to motherfucker's turn. Well, back to his turn. 
their turn. Whatever. You guys hear, because you guys are all kind of backing away, but you guys hear Mr. Number 5, like, yell out, and then you hear a pop. Oh, damn. Then it's back to this guy's turn. He's going to roll to get his breath weapon back. Stealing all of our guys. He's going to bite at this ooze that... Bite and smack at this ooze that's... I'm going to use my reaction to uh, use my protection shield master to give him disadvantage. Ooh, good job. One of those was a 20. All right, so that's... Well, it's still 21 to hit him. To hit Phil? To hit Phil. Yep, I got an 18 right now. Yeah, all right. Somehow he missed swinging at the cube, but he definitely bit it. That was probably when I fucking bashed him across the face of my shield. You topped off our temporary hit points, right? Yes. So that was eight more temporary hit points. Yes. Temporary hit points don't stack, by the way. Yeah. But if you lose them all, eighteen piercing damage from him biting at you. Or even if you lost, like, if you were down to, like, four, and I did it again, you would get eight. Yep. And then that's the end of his turn. I took one damage from that. (laughs) How did you take one damage from eight? Because I had eight temporary hit points, and I took half damage from it, which was nine. Yeah. Thank you for the one damage. I gotta stop doing that. I'm probably gonna do that in my sleep. (laughs) It's your turn. Need to, like, hear this. this I'm I'm just gonna scratch the fucking... Shoot him! Is it handled? Should I shoot him? Shoot him! <laughs> Help us! Help us! <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always this? <laughs> like, they got it. They got it. <laughs> He's a cat. He's lazy. <laughs> He's like trying to take a fucking. That, that is really in character, actually. Now that I'm, now that you put it that way, it's just part of the fabric of who JAB is. I'm gonna cast a magic missile. Magic missile. Eight damn. Eight damage. That cast a spell for you. There you go. All right, those magic missiles go in. And they hit him pretty hard, solidly. You kind of see it hit the core. The core starts to glow like a deeper red. And now everybody within twenty feet of him has to make a DC something dexterity check. It's just these two, Kimiko and Phil. I got uncanny dog. He's got uncanny dog. That means I have advantage. That means I have advantage. Oh, I promised I wouldn't do that to myself. <laughs> it's a lot less lonely with someone else. Gotta, here. It's nice. <laughs> I got eighteen. I got a 18. fourteen. 14. Okay, so the 18 passes, so you only take half. <laughs> oh boy, that was not a nice roll for you guys. 6, 12, 18, 22. 22 points of fire damage. And then we take half. And then you take half, but yeah. Well, you take half, you would take whole, but you take half. Exactly. So I take 11. Say 22. Yeah. Mm. Alright, so it blows up. It kind of fucks up the, the server that you guys are standing right next to. Um, and then it's eerily quiet. You guys can still hear some, like, buzzing and some kind of, like, clicking. But you don't really hear anything else in the room. Um, we'll take out of, out of initiative. We're not in combat anymore. Uh, so we lost the little robo dudes. We lost the number the numbers crew. Isn't there still one of them left? Number four is still there, cowering. Ah. He's kind of cowering. He's got his head down. He's not really looking. I I am so glad to see you, Phil. Uh, You guys go around and check on him. Uh, 
Ah, okay. Number four is still here. We're so happy he's still here. I, 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 I am here. That's the great. other two were were taken. Were taken. Do you know where they took? They disappeared. They Oh, okay. Well, that solves that fucking. Oh, wake up! Number four. You think he just had a heart attack or something? Like a. They disappeared. Oh, okay. He like jolts back up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> JB's just holding him in his arms. Some, yeah, the guy said something about time traveling. Yeah, he 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 said something about being a chrono chrono something. I don't. It was a big word. Well, I'm I, I I'm pretty stupid. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really number know where to one, go from here. Yeah. Number one <laughs> told, tells me what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh wow! All the dumb guys are left. Fuck. Uh, oh, um, we got to get to the wait, top, wait, though. Don't we have a guy who's computers? Maybe. Who's our computer guy? Huh? Who wants to know? <laughs> well, I mean, do some computer stuff. <laughs> do you know? You know anything about what just happened? I mean, I was in and out. He said something about time, time crimes or something. I don't know. Yeah. He, he said that you had done too much damage to the timeline so far. S- somehow we're damaging the timeline by being here. That means we're doing either something very right or very wrong, so let's continue. But doesn't that mean we had to have time traveled? Mm. Right? Because if we're just like no, living our lives and doing yeah. normal stuff. But we could have time traveled at some point in the future and they found out this right here, our meeting right here, was the crux of what started this whole thing. And then that, that causes, hey, let's stop that from happening. Well, okay, I got the perfect idea. All right, let's just make a pact right here and now. No matter fucking what, we won't time travel. Think you swear? Well, I mean, you can't haste yourself, then. Not like that. You know what I mean? I'm going to cross my fingers and agree to it as well. Oh, I agree. I can say that I I won't voluntarily time travel. I wouldn't be like, yes, I, I volunteer to travel through time. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> That was fucking weird, but right now, if we just all agree right now that we'll, we won't time travel, then they won't have any reason to send anybody back well, we in time did it. after us. us. What well, he did, though, already proves that we did what we did in the future already, so he's going to come regardless. But of what maybe now that the clock guy traveled back in time, and we know that we traveled <laughs> into the f- in, in time, we just won't do it, and now now the timeline is restored. Yeah, but you, you and the I mean? clock guy probably even bigger time criminals than we that might be the reason why we're time criminals if we were a big enough problem there would have been way more of those you think so yeah because <laughs> if, if you're trying to stop something from happening in time you have multiple units if you have multiple units send them all at once and uh stop the problem or assess the threat send the first three wait a second then 20 seconds later, send another three. What if... Send another three. That what makes total another? sense. What if Daddy's what got an itch to scratch? I don't understand what he's talking We should get to the top of this fucking tower, though, because you know all the kitty people are going to die, so, like, I'm just being optimistic. Time paradoxes are fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, go... You guys go... The, there's the door on the other side from where the elevator was. Remember from number four or number five pointing it out... Mm-hmm. And telling you where you guys needed to go for a maintenance staircase that goes up to the, um, what was it, like the control deck? What did, I don't remember what I referred to it as. Okay. The control, I keep saying like, 
main for I know it's like the it's control room. Let's check the audio. It'd be like facility phone. maintenance control. Everything you know, goes through this one let's, place. Let's pause yeah. the game and check the audio log real fast. <laughs> yeah, just so I can make sure to get the wording a hundred percent right. <laughs> <laughs> let's edit it later. Yeah. <laughs> just, Don't yeah, okay. that. From Don't this that. point from this point anything that I say you need to edit in control room over whatever I call it. Oh no. That little sound clip right here, you control room. There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, so you guys make it to the... There's like a double door on the other side of the big roof server room. Uh, you open it up. There's just stairs that go up to... up. They kind of spiral up around the wall. I gotta say, incredibly advanced society. Apparently they're all fucking very fit. Well, they're robots. Well, uh, remember, you guys sure. weren't able to get up the elevator to the uh, control room. I know, I'm just I'm, saying, there's stairs everywhere. I'm just going to double speed undulate myself up that staircase. Okay. I'm kitty speed. I'm racing him. <laughs> I'm just, I'm hovering a couple feet off the ground. Just, yeah. I'm just getting a sugar rush. Well, you guys are there. still hasted for a little bit of it. Mm. What, is, what is the duration? Isn't it like 10 minutes? 10 minutes of haste. I thought it was one minute. I have a feeling that's right, but I'm sticking with the 10 minutes until I see the fucking documentation. I think it's like four hours. 17 hours, 15 minutes, and yeah, 30 I think it's like seconds. 10 days. Two, I heard it's permanent. <laughs> and stackable. Mm-hmm. One minute requires to concentrate. Are you able to concentrate for another like thirty seconds? I've been doing my best. JB just always looks kind of constipated when he's concentrating on a spell. He's always got like his eyes. It's switching. the only time his butthole clenches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once he loses concentration, his bowels give out. You yeah. should like to roll with a pretty relaxed butthole. It encourages relaxation. We know. Digestive system. We know. I saw a cockroach crawl in there when you were sleeping once. See, mm-hmm. they leave it. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're nesting. You guys get to the top of the stairs. There's kind of a landing and like a maintenance door. Maintenance door, man. Go through the door. There's kind of like a dingy hallway here. There's not, like, anything crazy. Um, there's a door at the end. Um, it's kind of dimly lit, like a maintenance hallway. We, I think all of us have worked jobs where we've had to deal with maintenance hallways. You know what I mean? There's, like, one light that's flickering the for one, some reason. The one light right by the door is is fine. All it's of the rest super of the bright. Light, the rest they're they're always made, like, unnecessarily creepy. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like, why? I'm picturing the boneyard at Sacred Heart. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I always just picture the basement of Northtown Mall, or even oh, just the yeah. back hallways of Northtown Mall. You get to the end of the maintenance hall, to open the door. On the inside of this door is, it's another round room. This one, you can't see, like, there's nothing on in the room. Standing in the center of it, where the pillar has been in the last, or I mean, really, you were only on two floors here, but there was a pillar going through the middle of the server room as well, straight up through the middle. Straight in the middle of the circle room, above what you assume would be the pillar, there's like a humanoid figure standing there. It doesn't really have any sort of like features. It's like a solid gray color with ones and zeros kind of rolling over its surface. Doesn't have any eyes. There's no, again, featureless. It's kind of standing there, staring at the wall opposite from where you guys are definitely like engaged within itself Mm. or within whatever it's doing Um, you can see a few lights here and there along the walls but nothing distinguishing to tell you what's going on or what this area is i am way too dumb to figure out whatever the fuck this is i'm just gonna feel just gonna like push 
number four. <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 You why? are a computer. Dude. I am not. I have. I have a. I have a. I believe I have a. Do, do you I have AIDS? a soul? Oh, oh my god! No, no. I have space AIDS. Give but I this took whole my fucking thing AIDS. AIDS, and we can get out of here. Yeah, give it AIDS. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to do whatever we need done with guidance. With <laughs> I don't know. We just kind of moved right. past it. So I felt like giving it AIDS. Fuck it. Okay, I'm just gonna gloop up to it. Just gloop up. Yeah. It kind of it turns around, like doesn't like spin around or anything. It just like slowly turns around. It doesn't have any eyes. It doesn't have a mouth or a nose or anything. But it just kind of looks at you and goes, "Phil, nice to meet you." Oh, you know me? Yes, of course. You've been. I mean, I, I watched you just fight in the in the repository. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, nice to meet you, too. Uh, nice to meet you, yes. I heard you guys talking in the lower level. It was it was good to hear voices. Excuse me. What is your oh. face? JB, I do... What, strange one. I don't have a f- face. This uh, is this is hey. the closest I have hey, to Hey, dude, face. what's with the facism? I'm just asking. All right? Not everybody has Phil. Phil does yeah, not yeah, have a face. What a facist. Yeah, he's a facist. <laughs> you got some facists. Hey, so you so you know who we are, right? And like, do you know why we're here? I assume it has something to do with the purging of this planet. Yeah, you know, I was just hoping maybe you could skip that step. You know what I mean? Like, you got the war you can fight. That's all good. But the people on this planet, you know, like they could like help you. You know, like they actually are against the Andelagons. Well, I, I I understand they are also against the Andelagons. I was going to give them a chance to leave, but unfortunately, in order to fight the Andelagons, we have to purge the planet so that we can release the pods so that we can fight the swarm. It's a weapon. Help. Pl- oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm not I'm not from this planet, but but Kimiko here is, you know. Yeah, I it, mean, <clears throat> can you like not do that, please? Or uh, <laughs> Well, I'm, I do apologize. I am sorry, but if we let the swarm live, if we do not fight the swarm, instead of the <laughs> tens of millions on this planet, there will be hundreds of trillions of deaths throughout the galaxy. Well, why can't we get everyone off the planet? We get them all off. We blast it with the pods, and we bring it back and uh, plant some grass on it. Slap an atmosphere around it. Well, all of this... It must have. We must have gone through some. Some. I don't know what happened to the planet while we were asleep. There was. This was all a metal planet. I don't know where all of the organic material came from. Like it's not just like normal like sediment just building up over millions of years. It could be. It could be from meteors crashing into the planet or asteroid field. I mean, dirt's just on the ground, right? No, there was no dirt on the ground. That's what I mean, Kimiko. My intelligence is just trying to wrap my mind. <laughs> but dirt's on the ground. Yes, but 26 million years ago, there was no dirt on the ground. Yeah, really. Realistically, there shouldn't be like that much. I mean, twenty-six million years worth of dirt is not a whole lot. You know what I mean? There are strange residual traces within the soil that make no sense, though. Weird, weird energy signatures that I can't quite put my finger on. They're not time signatures or some shit like that, are they? I, I do not. I don't know. Okay, what time signatures. Okay, we just got attacked by some. He said we've like fucked up the timeline or something, and uh, I swear, yes. I swear, you haven't fu- done that yet, have you? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I haven't okay. done it, and I'm okay. not gonna. 
I, I, I'm yeah. not gonna time travel. So we killed him. Yeah, we killed him. Mm-hmm. We you marked his ass. Killed him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's no longer functioning. You know? First of all, you don't accuse me of time crimes without, like, evidence, okay? Mm-hmm. Or a trial. Well, there's strange... There's very strange things going on here, children. Mm-hmm. I don't understand them myself. But we're still going to awaken and purge the planet, because that's what needs to be done. Okay, okay, so what's the timeline on, on yeah. this whole purging situation? Like, Oh, it. I mean, it, it boots up pretty quick. Here in about five years, we should be able to go out and purge. It takes a while to oh. boot up all of the, all of the lost souls. <sighs> we were getting all worked up for nothing. Lost souls? Lost souls? Well, yeah, how do you think we power the robots? Talking like the band? Okay, okay. Oh wow, this is fascinating. Wait, okay, that makes. Do you sense. have the lost souls on? <clears throat> do you got the lost souls on stock, or are they like uh, you? No, you have to gather lost souls. We have some. Ooh. So that comes from the planet. I, I'm going to be honest. It would be very difficult to explain it to you folk. Yeah. <laughs> it's pan-dimensional, otherworldly, outside of time. So you're just snagging, you're just snagging up souls from the afterlife and just jamming them into robots. God. In layman's terms, I suppose you could say something similar. Yeah, I totally fucking understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On a very most basic, barely correct way, yes, mm-hmm. you yeah. could say that. Yeah. Correct though, <laughs> barely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phil is smart. <laughs> I can honestly say he is one of the smartest amongst you. <laughs> Wait, what's Kimiko's intelligence? Eight. <laughs> I guess you don't really need to be smart when you're pretty, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know. Fair enough. In rich. So it didn't matter. I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you reminded me I got sad. All right. Well, five <laughs> years. I, we're getting all worked up for nothing. Five fucking years. We can get everybody off this planet in five years. Yeah, it is but a blink of an eye. On the okay. Yeah, five years is actually a pretty decent allotment of time for an evacuation of a planet like this. Oh, uh, yes. I I get uh, very confused by the mortal by the mortal time scale. Yeah, most mortals live like 100 to like maybe 500 years. Ah, yes. Not but a moment. Yeah, exactly. But, you know... The moments they live are like very intense. It does seem like that. Yeah, that's why. Like that's why you just like shouldn't be so cavalier about like just purging them all willy nilly. Like no, I know? mean the ones near the towers will die pretty quickly just, just from the electrical output. Just do me a favor before you start thinking about that next time. Like let's say there's a couple of people left on the planet, maybe you could get them off. Yes, the of next time there's a galactic scourge, I will stop to think about the little issues of one planet. No, I'm just saying just do this one thought exercise right now. Imagine the scope of your entire existence all throughout the time you've lived, right? And condense all the feelings and thoughts and experiences down into about a hundred years. That's exactly what it's like be one of these people i don't know my thoughts feelings and existence have lasted a very long time i don't know that you could condense it into a hundred years without creating some sort of weird time bubble for some reason i'm talking about time a lot who said time time i did say time yeah and then you guys start to notice that like the room is kind of like are you fucking time traveling us i exist outside of time friend oh my god is this an accidental we just made a promise to each other that we wouldn't time travel. No, there's, no, there's, 
Don't worry, there's one of me in every tower. Wait. Oh, you're like, okay. You're like, split up, time-wise. No, we are all the same, but different. You know what, buddy? Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but good for you. This guy... This guy you seem reading, all right. You're reading the secret of something. The, the, did the robot just fart? That was number four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was number four. <laughs> he gets shitting his ick, pants. Ick, 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 excuse me. It is one of the Cree, 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 oh. Cree creators. Hey, I'm sorry. What is your name? I haven't had a name in a long time. Uh, what nomenclature should we call you by? These creatures, gesturing to number four, just call me Creator. Creator? Creator. Yeah. Doesn't sound pretentious, does it? It does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Call me call me Cree. Cree. What about, uh... I think I look like more of a Jeremy. Jeremy it is. Jeremy. I like Jeremy. Jeremy the time guy. What do you think about Jeremy? It's a little bit more relatable. I guess you... You know, I don't know why, but Jeremy just sounds like a nice guy to me. Yeah, I like Jeremy. You know, Cree... Cree sounds like a creep. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Cree. Jeremy. I'm just saying PR-wise, you, you, yeah, you gotta start strong. Like, Cree smells like patchouli. You know what I mean? Let's be real. Jeremy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we... I was a little kind of freaked out when, when we got in here. I thought maybe you are going to be, like, a not nice. Yeah. Like, because that other guy wasn't very nice. Yeah. We killed... All right. Well, uh, <laughs> is there like a like a? Oh, would you like to use the elevator this time instead of having to walk up all the stairs? Can we just do it from it here? Beautiful. Yes. Can you just turn this off? Well, I mean, the doors on one side, doors on one side of the room, just open up to an elevator. All right. Well, you know, it was nice meeting you, Jeremy. Uh, huh. Hopefully, it's not it the last. Good to meet time you as we, well. Uh, finally, Phil. Cross paths. You know. I'll see you again soon, or later. Before, time travel is weird. Uh, Bye. Hey, In oh. a bit. Bye, oh. Jer. Bye, Jer. Yeah, he's a nice, he seems like an all right guy. I like Jer. Uh, I don't like his time <laughs> travel jokes, though. <laughs> I don't even call him Jerry. <laughs> you named him and then you renamed him. Well, no, it was like we suggested a name and then he, yeah. he decided okay. on it. Yeah. It's short. Wow. Yeah. You know, all these towers come up out of the ground and we're like, oh, everybody's going to die. And we yeah. make a new friend. Yeah, how great is that? A weird one, but yeah, I mean, he seems yeah. pretty like powerful and stuff. He seems to really like ones and zeros a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he, he talks like all he talks like all weird and stuff, but you know. yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the doors of the elevator open, and I just, he... I'm just like slapping robots on the ass on the way out because I'm so excited that nothing <laughs> bad happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing bad happened. One, number one and number five are still gone. Nothing, yeah, and we still got terrible. <laughs> I like to number five. <laughs> uh, the doors open, and there are when I open the three uh, Kitty Scout Rangers are there, like waiting to get on the elevator. They see you guys when the when the doors open. What the fuck? Uh, what do you says? Sorry. What do you Where mean? did you guys go? We were looking for a way up. You guys are already. Are you guys on your way up? How did you get in the? How did you get in this? What's going on? You've already gone up. Gone up where? I sent. I sent Isari ascending before I left. 
they like look at her and she just goes oh right I forgot to tell you guys he said something about going up or whatever <laughs> or wait what did you what were the exact words again maybe not the exact words but what did you send again uh, I, I just told him that we were going to go up the elevator and just kind of gave him like a I, I forgot exactly what was the catalyst for going up the you elevator but I just explained the situation as okay precisely like that. I didn't really okay did you guys find anything up there? Did you stop this invasion? We have some bad news. This planet is doomed. There's no way to reverse it. At least as far as we know. We, we even had, like, computers over here, and he couldn't figure it out. But, yeah. So, we have five years. We need to evacuate everyone off this planet. Five years? In five years. So, <clears throat> this galactic thing is waking up? Oh, he's really cool, though. He's like our new buddy. His yeah, name we, is Jeremy? Yeah, we named him Jeremy. <laughs> And, like, the planet itself is waking up to make drones to fight the other thing that's waking up, but it's going to take five years or something. Uh, but they have to kill everything on the planet first. In five that's, years. <laughs> well, but, no, this is our planet. This is our home. We're not going to I'm just saying, it. they have to kill everything on this We're the planet. kitty scouts. We do not stop until the threat is made. I, I don't you know. want to call more people. I don't know if you noticed, but, like, like underneath the dirt of your planet is like an entirely different substructure that's entirely <laughs> yeah. mechanical. There's like our well, dirt. I mean, all right. There's so like you're some sort of conspiracy dirt. theorist that says the inner core is mechanical. We've been there. We've seen the robot dirt that's underneath you're, our dirt. You're in it. You're in it, dum dum. You're yeah. in it. We're in it right now, dum dum. Well, no, these are invading towers. I don't know what you're talking. Invading about. towers that came from where? Out of the out of the ground? Out of, well, I mean, out, yeah, out of the ground. Yeah, they were under the stuff that you built, right? I mean, what in the fuck is going on? They they hire you guys for the looks, don't they? Well, That's I mean, no, but there's, it's definitely a bonus. Right. Well, well, you know what? While we're asking questions, you know, where, where were you guys going? We were looking around, looking for a way up. What'd you find? Not a way up. We found elevators. That's why we're trying to go up. You guys only went up the elevator like 10 minutes ago. Hey, Jeremy, do me a favor. 86, these ladies. Trust me, you don't want them up there. I know you're listening from your cameras and whatnot. Just don't let them up there, Jeremy. They're just they're here to cause trouble. They're going to try and push you around. All right. You know what? You, you girls have no power here, all right? Your entire planet is going to be destroyed in five years. And uh, Jeremy like that? You know what I mean? Jeremy's our pal, not yours. Can I do an insight check on the girls to see if... Uh if they's being real kitty scouts and being truthful to the words. Yeah. Got a 18 plus 2, 20. 20. There's something off about them. Um, yeah, there seems to be something off about them here. Um, it. You can't really put your finger on it, even with the 20, though. You can't. Can I sniff them? Yeah, you, just, you just did, didn't you? Well, yeah, I guess that was my inception yeah. check. Something's not quite. <coughs> not quite kosh. Kitty ears looking check? Yeah, the, the kitty ears look fine, I guess. In check. It's In check, yes, yes. They look they look on fleek. Did you just utter the words on fleek? <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah. I did. I was hoping somebody would notice. It was just wondering. Do you guys want to keep talking to the kitty scouts? Or they're going to, like, start fucking with the elevator. Yeah, good luck, don't. ladies. Hey, what? we should go back and see. Or really, by that, I mean, uh, I see it, he will. Isiri also looks confused. She can't seem to get her teleporting powers to, like, work properly within the tower. You guys, I'm, I'm telling you, you're up against uh, uh, something that you just, you can't stop. Yeah. 
I don't know how we got on this planet, but I don't think I don't think cat girls were ever supposed to be here. Oh, you know what? We forgot to totally tell them. This whole thing is like to stop an even worse thing. Right? There's this whole galactic invasion on its way, and this is the defense force. This whole machine here. So it's a, it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. Well, we're going to have to go out and talk to our leaders and figure out what... You're going to need to come with us. Yeah, no. That wasn't a request. Let's go. And they start marching towards the uh, the front entrance. My fucking hackles raise up. Well, I am already walking this way, and I'm not going because... Good, you're doing what to you're do. told to do. This was where I was going. As you're doing, you're doing your kitty scout way of doing what the kitty scouts say. That's how the world works here. Welcome to Kitty Power Prime. Oh, you mean the planet that's being destroyed and needs to be evacuated immediately? <laughs> yeah, you're doing a great fucking job. Take me to the people in charge of this shithole. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. These ladies, they get on my fucking nerves. And all I hear, I've heard for, you know, a, a year and a half now, stories from Kimiko about about them, you know? And I just, I don't know, maybe I just got inherent biases towards them, but I don't fucking like them. They're a bit of a letdown. And they quite frankly, quite frankly, I'm jealous of them because I want to be a kitty scout. Kitty scout. And I, I'm starting to think that I'm more worthy to be a kitty scout than they are. You guys got major flaws in your fucking character. You know what they I mean? They have the heart. I mean, I, it is in my authority to, to, to deputize you as a, as a temporary kitty scout, which I have done. Mm-hmm. But, uh... And I... I I don't want to toot my own horn. I did good. I did real good. I killed lots, lots and lots of cobalt. Uh, unfortunately, no. Now only our leader, Kimiko, I do only understand. Anya can promote you to initiate Kitty Scout. Anya is then not the leader group. of this group. Oh, which one's the leader? Indo. Indo. Yeah. Anya is like the, the large, the like yeah. six foot eight blonde one. Oh yeah, yeah. She doesn't seem to speak much more than like yeah. yeah and I help, but she punches shit real hard. Yeah, yeah. And you've seen her get real mad and do some crazy shit. Only, only Indo can uh, promote you to initiate. I can only pledge you. I mean, what do you think we should do, Jim? Kim Miko. Sorry. Yeah, it's interchangeable. But. uh... I don't know. Maybe we should try to uh, talk to the leadership. Maybe we can even get a hold of the producer somehow. I don't know. The producer hasn't been around in a long time, okay? I've spoken to Nobody's seen him in... We haven't seen him in like five years. So you're not real kitty scouts. I just spoke to the producer not long ago. What? When? Where? About what? How? Why? It took me some Forrest Gump dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Gump. Oh yeah, because you guys were like in that park, huh? Yeah, I, I pictured it as like that scene from Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. You know, yeah. we talked to the producer. He told me some stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys get to the front door. The front door just opens. It opens kind of like a kind of like a vault from Fallout Store. You know, kind of like yeah. kind of springs back and then rolls over. You know, to make room for you. Um, as soon as you guys, as soon as it opens, you guys can already smell it. it smells doesn't smell great outside anymore. Mm. And you guys walk out to see that like everything within like a thousand feet of the tower is now like dead and dying. Right. The cotton candy trees. <laughs> Even the cotton candy trees. In the ice cream bushes. Mm, those ones were just myth. <laughs> 
But anyway, you can see things are now dying around the tower. And that concludes this week's episode of Space Janitors. Don't forget to leave some money in a paper bag under a park bench. Oh, my second butthole's so itchy. <laughs>